0: Thank you. Thank you. you. Yo, they said they said they said this day would never come. When man can change his own mind and we might see our way.
1: Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie, and you can join us live by calling 347 215 8305 or by joining our chat room throughout the entire show.
2: That's right, babe, and hello to everyone out there. Today we are discussing turkey. Yes, Mm. Thanksgiving is upon us again already.
1: I know, I know, honey. It seems like just a short time ago we were just having Thanksgiving and eating the delicious food that comes with it.
2: Okay. So we want to begin with what Thanksgiving means and what it's all about, that turkey day. What is Where did it come from? The first Thanksgiving was celebrated in 1621 to commemorate the harvest reaped by the Plymouth Colony after a harsh winter. In that year, Governor William Bradford proclaimed a day of Thanksgiving, and the columnists celebrated it as a traditional English Harvest Feast, to which they invited the local Wampanoag Indians. (laughs) Days of Thanksgiving were celebrated throughout the colonies after all fall harvests. All 13 colonies did not, however, celebrate Thanksgiving at the same time until October 1777. George Washington was the first president to declare uh, Thanksgiving a holiday in 1789, And by the mid-1800s, many states observed a Thanksgiving holiday. Meanwhile, the poet and editor, Sarah J. Hale, had begun lobbying for a a national Thanksgiving holiday. During the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln, looking for ways to unite the nation, discussed the subject with Hale and said in 1863 he gave his thanksgiving proclamation declaring the last thursday in november a day of thanksgiving
0: mm-hmm. then
2: in 1939 40 and 41 franklin d d roosevelt seek seeking to lengthen a christmas shopping season proclaimed thanksgiving the third thursday in november controversy followed and congress passed a joint resolution in 1941 decreeing that thanksgiving should fall on the fourth Thursday of November, where it remains to this very day.
1: Now, that's amazing, honey. This is information that I didn't even know. That is amazing. I didn't know that it got changed around, and, you know, and I think that this is a very important topic, especially for kids to know, because, you know, we all kind of grew up with, oh, it's Thanksgiving, it's time to eat turkey and dressing and cranberry sauce and cake and pie and have fun. The meaning of it is really special in itself.
2: No question. I think basically what Thanksgiving is, a time for family, a time for thanks, thanks for family, thanks for friends and health, uh, a time for giving, uh, whether it's your, of your time, charity, and and also giving of love. But uh, for for us, I would have to say, uh, speaking for both of us here, that Thanksgiving is all about family, and, and that's really what comes to mind.
1: That's right, honey. And I I don't know how this happens, but every single year before you know it, it's the day before Thanksgiving, and suddenly everybody's stressing out. We're trying to figure out what kind of side dishes to make and appetizers to fix, and no one really You know, stuff that we don't even really need. Nobody really knows why we wait till the last minute. You know, uh uh-oh, we haven't thawed out the turkey, that kind of thing. But luckily, you know, in the last few years, your mom's been cooking, so the food's been fantastic, and you guys kind of prepare early. But it's really, really, you know, we got to remember the most important part of the holiday is enjoying the company of loved ones and taking time to reflect and be thankful. You know the saying, choose your battles. It works for Thanksgiving, too, everybody. When your time is limited, choose which dishes, You want to make yourself, and which ones you can pull together using convenient products, meaning good, healthy, in our case, organic food from the supermarket.
2: And (laughs) here are a few tips, once again, that we did not share on our last show to help make Thanksgiving a special, special day.
1: Okay, you guys, we're going to start our list off with plan not only your menu but the whole day. Plan your whole day. This will ensure a smooth and easy, fun-filled Thanksgiving without all the stress. And when we say plan your whole day, we mean like jot, just take a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be anything formal, piece of facts, paper, blank paper, whatever, and just jot down kind of what you want to eat. So I would, on the first page, first paragraph, I'd probably put menu. Second um, paragraph, I would put um, clothing. What do you want to wear on that day? Third, um, is there family and friends coming in town? And if so, make a guest list so you don't forget anybody. Maybe four, you put, you know, how are you going to make the decor in your home? Are you just going to buy a tablecloth and a couple of flat dishes to put, like, the turkey on and the different foods? Something like that is a lot easier. And then next to it, write down which days, you know, leading up to a few days before Thanksgiving, you want to go and accomplish all these goals and get it done. So the day before or two days before you can start your preparations, and then the night before start cooking if you do it like we do so that the food can sit and simmer. Because, honey, tell them how you make your turkey so special the way you let it kind of base itself.
2: Well, I really think that the the turkey, once you you make it, because there's a couple ways, obviously, you can bake it in the oven. That's a great way. There's a new way, and that's uh, fried turkey, and and it's pretty good also at the same time. If you like fried chicken, you're going to love fried turkey. You just can't cook it too long. But... Uh, you know, making the turkey and making sure that it's moist is a is a big, big thing. And between uh, myself and mom, we we hook it up. We don't want to give out all of the the tips, uh, you know, over the phone lines <laughs> in, in blog talk land. But I, I will say this: if you if you make your turkey. You make your dressing, and you make sure that you baste it, and and just make sure that it's moist, that people are going to truly, truly love it. And then the day after Thanksgiving, and then probably for a couple days, you have some fresh turkey meat that is just great for sandwiches also.
1: Uh Aha. We can't give them the tips on how good your turkey be and why it be so good. You want to wait and do that next year?
2: Yeah, we're going to have to print that up and, and make a Thanksgiving booklet for everybody.
1: I'm telling you guys.
2: But also, you guys, be sure to keep your menu for Thanksgiving healthy if you can. With Thanksgiving less than a week away, people are going to be eating more than usual. I mean, let's face it, you've you got to get down for Thanksgiving. <laughs> There's no other way that you want to yes. do it. And while most Thanksgiving meals are full of savory, hearty dishes, that doesn't mean they have to be unhealthy. I mean, you look at, you can have greens, which is a great for you. you got salads, all different types of salads. You can make some uh, fresh raw veggie trays and add a little dip to that so that you're getting some of that Mm -hmm. also. But Mm -hmm. just trying to make sure that that you're eating healthy. And and another way is maybe not eating one big heaping plate. Maybe, you know, a little here, a little there, a little here, a little (laughs) there, (laughs) instead of just eating once. Because I know when I do it like that, I, I go to the couch and I end up falling asleep.
1: And I, I'm going to tell you guys, my husband's not kidding with you, but another thing is I, we find that every year we say, okay, this year I'm going to slack back. I'm not going to eat as much. But, let's, I mean, like you said, let's face it, the food is delicious, the whole idea of it, the premise behind it, the meaning of Thanksgiving, and the fact that we give ourselves a pass on that day. And we just go and just hurt ourselves. And then our stomach's hurt, and we're laying there like, oh, my God, but then you got to go back at midnight for that next piece of pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie. So, You know, as my husband said, try to keep it healthy as best as you can. Number three, we got savings at the grocery store. At certain stores in your area, they are offering free turkeys with a minimum purchase. That's right we have a store here in washington in seattle called fred meyers and if you purchase a certain amount i can't remember how much that is but it's not that much then you get to pick in this big giant ice freezer you get to go over and pick a turkey it has to be under twenty pounds and usually a huge turkey is nineteen pounds it's still really big Mm -hmm. and it's still and you know it's really a good deal so check in your area and if you don't need one or if you already have your turkey picked out in mind where you're going to go what store and all that Maybe you still um, can check and see if your store is offering any kind of specials because you're going to be buying things anyway, other kind of foods. You can get the free turkey if they're giving it and donate it. There's, you know, local YMCA's, charities, you know, homeless um, centers that are, that are feeding the homeless, and, you know, there's the chicken soup kitchen, all kinds of different places. So make sure you donate it if you don't need it. But they do have that kind of stuff out there, so be on the lookout for it. That's number three.
2: No question, and I'm going to follow that up with make sure that you have your camera on hand or a disposable one so you can capture this beautiful occasion with your friends and family. And if you don't have either one of those, maybe you have a camcorder. We love those little Fuji disposables, take mm-hmm. fantastic pictures. I'm talking you, you wouldn't know that they were taken from a disposable camera, but you want to get all of those little little times with your family to, to reminisce at different uh, occasions throughout the year.
1: Oh, most definitely, most definitely, you guys. And then we got another one. This one's really hot.
2: Yes, this is a good one. It is a Ziploc containers. Have some on hand. They keep your food fresh and moist instead of just covering it with foil, which is still good to use. Don't get me wrong. We cover up with foil too, but when you are looking to store it, they make great space mm-hmm. savers for the refrigerator. So you're not putting big pots, big pans in the refrigerator. You can, you know, lock it in there real nice and good. So check out some Ziploc containers and uh, you know, what they used to call Tupperware.
1: Tupperware, that's right, Tupperware. And You know what, I haven't heard that word in a long time. That's mm-hmm. right, Tupperware. Okay, you guys, we are just having such a ball. Um, we have something that we wanted to share with you guys, but before we go into that, we just want to kind of recap really fast for you guys again. The five tips that we have, just so in case you, you wanted to get a pin or something you can, number one is plan out your menu But not only plan out your menu, plan out the whole day so that you can get a good, smooth, easy transition and have a fun Thanksgiving. Number two, honey?
2: Is be sure to keep your menu for Thanksgiving healthy. Try to get some green, (laughs) something green, bright colors, green, orange, red. All those colors are good vegetables for you.
1: Fantastic. Number three is savings at the grocery store. Make sure you guys check on what kind of specials they have in your local area, wherever you may be. we got listeners from Atlanta, D.C., New York, everywhere, and I'm sure the grocery stores are offering specials where you can get free turkeys and stuff like that. Please donate them if you don't need them yourselves because there's so many people that do.
2: No question. And then I have keep your camera camcorder something on hand so you can reminisce about the love you find at Thanksgiving time and also Ziploc containers or Tupperware, whatever you want, so the storage is good and you can keep that food fresh for those uh, post-Thanksgiving meals.
1: Most definitely, and then we'll move right along. we got something special for you guys today. We have two poems about Thanksgiving that we wanted to share with you guys that we came across, and they resonated with us, and they have a very special meaning. So um, as we close this segment of our show, and if you guys, I see the call lines are lit up. If you want to jump in, you can, Um, but here we go. This one is called Thanksgiving Delights. On Thanksgiving Day, we're thankful for our blessings all year through, for family we dearly love, for good friends old and new for sun to light and warm our days, for stars that glow at night, for trees of green and skies of blue and puffy clouds of white. We're grateful for our eyes that see, the beauty all around, for arms to hug and legs to walk and ears to hear each sound. The list of all we're grateful for would fill a great big book. Our thankful hearts find new delights everywhere we look. And that was by Joanna Fuchs. And then we have another one for you guys, and this one is especially special to us. It's to all our listeners out there and all our people that be in the chat room and just everybody that um, has supported us over the years and that keeps in touch with us. And it's for you guys, and it's called You've Made a Difference. As Thanksgiving Day approaches, our blessings we recall, the things we are most thankful for, we recollect them all. You are really special in all you say and do. You've made a difference in our lives. We're thankful now for you. And that one was also by Joanna. And we thank you for joining us, and we'll move right along into our next segment.
2: And today we have for you guys in lifestyle and
1: beauty,
2: Mm -hmm. number one, check out your Sunday paper. Now, I'm talking you get great info in your Sunday Mm -hmm. paper. You look at the real estate section, what's happening in your local area. It kind of sums it up for you, the Mm -hmm. week of what's went on. Also, it prefaces the Mm -hmm. next week, Sunday paper. Just check it out when you're sitting around. Read up on what's going on in the area that you live in and the world.
1: Oh, most definitely. That's a good one. Then we have in our lifestyle and beauty, we have women, ladies, ladies, ladies. They've just found out. They've done some research, and they found out that if you don't get at least seven hours of sleep, they're saying that our risk for cancer is greatly increased, 30 to 35%. Now, this is what um, they are reporting, all the scientists and stuff. And again, we're not doctors, but I definitely wanted to pass this along to you guys. It is a tip that they're saying, even if you exercise and you're healthy, Still, make sure and try to get at least seven hours of sleep a day because they're saying that um, for women, for some reason, our cancer risk is heightened if we don't. So that's my second, I mean, that's my tip for today.
2: No question. Mm -hmm. In a little fashion, scarves, hats, and gloves. Cold, cold, cold. Match Mm -hmm. them or don't match them. Just get them. Keep yourself warm. It is that time of season, cold and flu. You want to stay warm because you don't want that coldness. Scarf, hat, and gloves. Okay, go out I mean,
1: and get would, them. Would you recommend cashmere or leather or, like, nylon? What, what's the best kind?
2: I, I would personally say for myself cashmere because I like soft stuff on my skin. But cashmere gloves, uh, you can go with leather gloves because they give you good grip. A uh, hat and cashmere, if it does rain, it could get a little soggy, so mm-hmm. you could go with a different type. So you can mismatch the colors and the fabrics and all that stuff, but uh, you definitely need them.
1: Aha, that's a good one. And then we'll move to my last one, you guys, for this week, and that is fall fashion pieces from biker jackets, I mean, to um, studded accessories. All of them are great, mix and match them with things, old things that you already have. Um, we personally, in our clothing line, made biker jackets, and they were popular when we made them three years ago, and they're popular still. That's some a piece that never goes out of style. They fit really cute, especially for girls, but they have the men's version as well, and they're just really cool jackets. They make any outfit fresh, young, hip. It has a rock edge to it. So, they are definitely hot this fall. They don't have to have writing or studs or anything on them. Ours that we made did, but even just a solid black one are really cool. Honey, you like biker jackets?
2: Oh, I I love them. I think that that (laughs) it's something because a lot of the jackets that are made now go so low below your your waistline. So, you know, this is a type of jacket that's going to come right to your belt usually. So, it gives you kind of a little bit different of a style. So, yeah, I love biker jackets. They're hot.
1: That's right, that's right. And, you know, it's funny because some people go, well, I don't wear things that's out of season. These won't go out of season. So definitely pick you up one, and they got them from all prices. You can go to Target to all the way to Neiman Markets, depending on where your budget is. That's definitely pick something you should pick up.
2: Yeah, or you can go to JackieChristie.com, check them out. <laughs> all right, and we're going to move on. And today in top news and hot topics we have for you people. Mm-hmm.
1: We have Black Friday, everybody. And what that is, is the, it's all the stores come out the day after Thanksgiving with huge sales. That's the biggest shopping day of the year, they say. More sales and... <laughs> than they already have. Oh, my God, more shopping, you guys. But you know, with the economy being as it is, I'm sure this year is going to be ridiculous. The prices are going to be so low, which is good, but I know that that's not really, you know, a concession for most because they're saying, I'm still not going to do a big, heavy shopping. But we thought we would definitely mention that that is one of the top stories in the news, is that Black Friday is back in um we have a lot of stores to talk about, but I'll just sum it up into a smaller part. Best Buy, Circuit City, Target, those are just some of the stores that's offering huge, huge, huge deals. Best Buy an ad that's stating that um, they will have just all kind of tempting doorbusters. Meaning, if you want to be out there at five o'clock in the morning the day after and be in line, you can get a 50 inch plasma television for 8.99 or a 32 inch LCD for 3.99. I'm not sure what your budgets are, but I just kick some ideas out there for you guys. There's also a well-equipped Toshiba laptop with a 15-inch screen. So if you know anybody that's looking for a laptop, dual-core processor, three gigabytes. Now, that's pretty good. I, don't, I ain't really, you know, very um, educated on gigabytes, but I know three gigabytes is a lot. I know that, right? Then?
2: I, I believe that's <laughs> a lot of storage space. The that's kids and right. I want a Nintendo Wii. <laughs>
1: And they, okay. Oh, uh-huh. see, he's hitting the 10 you guys. Okay, and they, are, they have that on sale um, for a really good price as well. And, oh, my God, this one is great. They are offering an Xbox. This is, this is all at Best Buy, an Xbox 360. So far, it's including two extra games on top of those which come with it in the holiday bundle. And you can get all of this in a big package for only $299. That's Mm -hmm. really, really good because, you know, the Mm -hmm. Xbox 360 360, was close to $450, $500 last year. So that's a really good deal at Best Buy. Then we moved down to Circuit City, and I'll give you a couple of theirs. They have a 42-inch Samsung Plasma TV for $600. They have a Toshiba four hundred, So maybe the Toshiba, if you compare the two Best Buys, the better deal. I don't know. But they have Blu-ray um, movies on sale and on clearance. Target said they're slashing all of their prices as well um, because of the economy and because the shopping season is so far starting out very sluggish. So keep your eyes and ears open for all the special buys. And then, you know, some our some tips, and I know this is our news segment, but this is just a little extra bonus for you guys go online to overstock.com, go to eBay, go to Craigslist. But I would definitely, my my top picks are smartbargains.com, and we've said this a lot of times on the show and overstock.com. You can get the same designer stuff that you can get at all these other places there for a fraction of the cost, and they will ship it. A lot of them are offering free shipping where you get it in two days, or you can pay for expediting where you get it the next day for a discount, maybe 9 or, or 12 bucks or something like that. So it's different things you can do. And then if you go to Overstock, you can usually buy a mass quantity. So if you've got 15 people to buy something for on your list, you can get something that's 15 items for one price, that may only be a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars and you got everybody done off your list. So these are just some ideas and suggestions we wanted to add in as an extra bonus. And what else we got in news, baby?
2: No question, baby. And also they I, I saw that they brought mm-hmm. back layaway in some stores. So you check into that because if you want it, you can get it on layaway. But also we got PT cruisers for a buck. That is one dollar, four quarters. Of course there is a catch. As the old saying goes, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. Looks like it applies here, though, everybody. In the news today, a (laughs) suburban Chicago car dealer is selling a PT Cruiser for $1 if, and always there is an if, you buy a $40,000 luxury SUV, The cruisers that Frank Mancari is selling are used 2008 models with about 10,000 miles on them that usually sell for about $10,000. Now, the Chrysler Pacifica is the luxury SUV that they're talking about, has a list price of more than $39,000, but it's a great way to get people in the door as car sales are dropping around the country, but... A little difficult to swallow when you do the math, said Frank, and I'm sure that it is. But that that's pretty good because you're figuring, you know, when you do the math, you're getting two cars for 20000 One's brand new, one's mm-hmm. pretty much brand new. But uh, if you're in the Chicago area, you might want to go buy a PT Cruiser for a buck.
1: I think it's a gimmick, you guys, to get everybody in the door like my husband said, but I'm just kidding. Okay, moving along, we got Teen Lives Four Months Without a Heart. Dizana Simmons says she felt like a fake person for 118 days when she had no heart beating in her chest. But I know that I was really here, she says. The 14 year old um, was living without a heart for four months. Um, as she was being released Wednesday from a Miami hospital, she seemed in awe of what she had endured. Since July, she had had two heart transplants and survived with artificial heart pumps, but no real heart for four months between the transplants. Last spring, Um, Her and her parents learned she had an enlarged heart that was too weak to sufficiently pump blood. They traveled from their home in Clinton, South Carolina, to Holtz Children's Hospital in Miami for the heart transplant. But her new heart didn't work properly and could have ruptured, so surgeons removed it two days later after they put it in, and they did something unusual especially for a young patient. They replaced the heart with a pair of artificial pumping devices that kept blood flowing through her body until she could have a second transplant. Dr. Peter Weird a cardio, um, I can't pronounce it, but a cardio surgeon at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh who works um, with this kind of pumps, used it in this case, said that Miami medical team managed to do what they managed to do was a huge deal, was a big deal. For more than 100 days, there was no heart in this little girl's body. That is pretty amazing, he said. Can you imagine that, honey?
2: Wow, that is, that is pretty That's incredible awesome. for her to, to be alive and be able to tell the story, and hopefully she lives a long and prosperous life because that is very, very incredible.
1: That is incredible.
2: No question. Well, also I have here, baby, woman goes on trial in a MySpace hoax. A Missouri woman, her teenage daughter, and an employee used an elaborate Internet ruse to terrorize, again, I say terrorize, a 13-year-old neighbor girl who later committed suicide, a federal prosecutor said Wednesday. U.S. Attorney Thomas O'Brien told jurors uh, during his opening statements that Lori Drew, helped create a false identity on the social networking site MySpace. Posing online as a teenage boy, Drew befriended Megan Meir. He said, Drew is accused of harassing Megan with cruel messages that ultimately led her to take her life in 2006. Prosecutors characterized the case as the nation's first cyberbullying case. And the results from it could set legal precedents regarding online harassment. Drew has pleaded not guilty to one count of conspiracy and three counts of assessing computers without authorization. Each count carries a potential sentence of five years in prison. And and I think, babe, we've seen something about this on TV because this is uh, from 2006. But it it was, uh, if I remember correctly, they were, you know, he the, the it was a lady but she was saying that she was this boy and how cute the girl was and then all of a sudden really started talking mm-hmm. bad about her and she had uh, some problems and ended up committing suicide. A sad, sad story.
1: It's a very sad story and now she's going to trial right now and so it's huge news you guys if you want to look it up definitely go online, google it and there's areas where you can comment on this situation and everything. It's just so sad. Um of what happened but then we move right along into the last one which is teen commits suicide live on the web Mm. now this is a very disturbing story you guys And our hearts and prayers go out to his family um the family of a college student who killed himself live on the internet says they're horrified that his life ended before a virtual audience they can't tell how many people but they said it was at least a million people probably that they're estimating that saw this And they're infuriated that the viewers of the live webcam or operators of the website that hosted it didn't act sooner. And what had happened, it says, only after police arrived to find Abram Hem Biggs dead in his father's bed did the web feed stop on Wednesday. Um, So the police were notified once he did it. He had been saying for a while that that's what he was going to do. He had talked of suicide before, and then 12 hours into it, he... um, the nineteen-year-old took the um, sleeping pills or some type of pills there still assessing that and he actually um, had said I'm going to be dying at this time and a lot of people were watching there was people on there that they said made comments like I don't believe this is real I think this is a hoax there was people saying oh my god I think it is real someone should help him there was people trying to email the website to tell the website people what was going on and they couldn't catch him in time so luckily there were some folks that contacted the police in that area and sent them but while they were en route he did manage to kill himself and they show it they said on the feed when the police kicked the door and went in to to save him. So our hearts and prayers go out to him. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, teens are feeling the way that they're feeling and um, that they would even go so far as to, to take their own life.
2: No question, baby, and that's why in this season of Thanksgiving we want to be thankful, uh, bless them, and be thankful for the lives that we have, no question about it.
1: Oh, most definitely.
2: Well, let's, baby, move into uh, a little love and romance, and here are a few questions and comments from our listeners for this week (laughs) we wanted to share with you all, so check them out.
1: Okay, you guys, we're starting with Jackie and Doug. How do you tell your mate that you need a break but you still want to be in the relationship? And do you want me to start, honey, or you want to start?
2: Uh, yeah, because I'm sure you, you're going to hit it on the head with <laughs> what I'm going to say.
1: I would probably have to say then, in that case, honey, is honesty is the best policy. Sit them down and have a heart-to-heart and just try to lay it all out on the line Don't hold back Just, you know, kind of explain what you're going through Because, you know, people tend to be I wouldn't call it moody But they go through things at times When they're just not sure really what they want to do But if they're saying they want to be in the relationship But they want a break Maybe it's something else So if you guys sit down and talk about it Maybe you can find out That maybe it's not a break what they're looking for Maybe they need to vent Or there's some other answer they're looking for That maybe you can help them with And that, you know, taking a break Is not even really what they're asking for If it is, then you you will find yourself respecting them more if um they're honest so definitely try to be honest with your mate and tell them why it is that you want this and you know what kind of time frame you're talking about because let's face it if you're indecisive you can't expect the person to sit around and wait forever
2: that's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you say how do you tell your mate that you want that you mm-hmm. need a break but still want to be in a relationship, you mm-hmm. say, "Um, I want a break, but I still want to be in a relationship." No, I'm That's just right. kidding. <laughs> um, number 2, what do you guys suggest a couple do for a romantic evening at home? Now, mm-hmm. I when I saw that question, I said, "Okay, here we go. I'm going to write down a couple things." And what I said was laughter, conversation, a bath, board games, candles, dinner, and more laughter. What do you think about that, Paige?
1: I would say games is definitely romantic. Um, there's the game called Sorry. There's Monopoly that's off the chain. If you guys like dominoes, there's dominoes. My husband taught me how to play finally. Can you believe it? I'm a grown woman. I finally learned how to play dominoes. And I can kind of beat them. Can I beat you any?
2: Big six to the board.
1: <laughs> he said if I fix the score, but no, that's not true. I beat him like one or two games one day. I think he was a little tired, but we in fact, we're going to play tonight. We we, we definitely is because I want to see, and I'll tell you guys who won next week. But, yeah, I'd say dominoes. I'd say card games are fun. We play speed sometime, and that's romantic. It's, it's a lot of fun because it, it challenges your mind to think, and you have to react fast. So it's funny because he beats me in that game, and it just, it's really fun, you know. So I would say that, and and definitely a movie or, like Mesmer said, dinner. You can cook for each other,
0: mm-hmm. candlelight.
1: Um, if you're of age, you can have some wine and just kind of chill out. I, I think relaxing and getting your mind together and just having that whole ambience of peacefulness and restfulness and being in your own home is romantic in itself. I totally agree. You agree, babe?
2: Yeah, I think, see, you <laughs> laughter, convo, bath, board games, candle dinner, laughter.
1: That's right. Always laughter. <laughs> Always laughter. Number three is, this is a comment from some of our listeners, you guys. Jackie and Doug, you guys are a sweet couple, and you keep it real, and that's what makes your show on BETJ and this show so awesome. And that's from Jill in Atlanta. And if you're listening, Jill, thank you so much.
2: Good looking out, no question. I got another compliment from a brethren. Doug, I am a pro athlete as well, and I just want to say that my wife and myself read, read your guys' book, and we loved it, man. We uh, learned a great deal about respecting each other, and uh, we're on a whole nother level. We learned a lot about you guys as individuals, and I must say you guys are great examples about the way marriage and relationships should be. Thank you. David uh, from Kentucky, Tennessee. Thank you, David. Thank you. you. No question. And once again, now, we have a winner from last week's contest, and he is Jordan Marcus from Detroit, Michigan. And Jordan wins a brand-new SUV. No, he (laughs) wins a brand-new Sony DVD player.
1: Oh my God, congratulations to him, and we'll be sending it out, make sure you hit us on our MySpace, and here we go, this week's contest is as follows, here is five trivia questions we will read off to you guys, and whoever answers them all correctly, now they've got to be correct, they can't be not correct, and you do it the fastest, so that means after the show, you don't have to go to our MySpace and email it to us, um, then you will win a prize, and the prize for this week is, drum roll, <laughs> is a $100 gift card to Apple iTunes. Now, let me tell you guys why this is special. Because I found out that on Apple iTunes, if you're like me, I love music, but at the same time, I don't have to have the whole album. Like, Unlike my husband, he loves the whole album. He likes that whole thing. But you could get songs for 99 cents. So that's 100 songs if you look at it that way. So that's a pretty big prize, wouldn't you say? Yeah,
2: Yo, that's a great prize, no question.
1: <laughs> now this is, and, and this is what you got to do. You guys ready for the um, trivia questions?
2: Yes, we are. Because I'm. Or maybe in it.
1: We give it at the end. I'm, I'm entering
2: you. this contest. Huh? I'm entering this contest.
1: You gonna enter the contest?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm in. I'm gonna give a fake name.
1: Okay. What is Barack Obama's middle name? What is Barack Obama's middle name? What is the youngest biological girl that Brad and Angelina, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, have had? Now, that's a tricky one, you guys. The girl is the youngest, okay? Uh,
2: okay, okay. You guys
1: ready for the next one?
2: Okay, I'm, what,
1: ready. Huh? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm What city did Doug play basketball in in 1997? Mm. What city? Who did he play for? That's three. Mm-hmm. Number four, how old is the Space Needle in Seattle? Ooh. How old is the Space Needle? That is a, it's a monumental um, landmark. If you go online, you can find, uh, I can't tell you how to do yeah, it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I you get that. information. But, okay, the Space Needle. And then number five is, what is the meaning of Christmas? And it got to be the correct answer. So, so so, what they what they say is the meaning of Christmas, okay? Those are the five trivia questions. Make sure you email them to us as fast as you can and try to win that prize because that's, that's big. You can have 100 hot songs.
2: Mm, that's hot. Uh, okay, I got those. Should I look my computers down? okay can i just blurt them out no No. okay that's right babe and besides it is a lot of fun also so please enter check it out five questions and you can win and that music right there lets us know that it is time to welcome back the one and only whistle is whistle is blog talk land client kind to you are you there i like church's chicken yeah, there he is. Whistle. you know, we've been getting some comments, and they said that we, we wasn't talking about basketball. I guess they're ready to write off the NFL season. Uh-oh. So today we are going to definitely get in some basketball for those people out there. And we're going to start off with a little football, but it's not going to be the the NFL. What we're going to talk about, or you know, I just want to comment from you, actually. President-elect Obama is jumping into the college football scene, and he says that the BCS is BS and he wants a playoff system. What do you say about that, Wilson? You know, i would actually
3: seen a couple of interviews where Obama, or excuse me, President-elect, mm-hmm. uh, Obama was uh, uh, making comments in reference to the BCS and that whole system, and he said definitely that there needs to be a, uh, an A-team playoff and that he would definitely try to throw his weight around. I think we could leave it at that. I'm with it.
2: There it is. Okay. Well, hopefully Obama throws his way left to right and gets a playoff system in college because I think that would be hot and we will have our first definite national champion. Well, you know, jumping into football, Wizzle, uh, we got Tampa Bay at 0-10 Detroit. Now, I've been watching this. Detroit has a possibility of not winning the game.
3: Do they win this week? They do have a possibility of not winning a game, but... They will not, I'm sorry, Detroit fans, and I'm sorry, Webb, if you're out there, they will not win this week. Uh, Tampa Bay is much to uh, distinguished and they have too much time in terms of playing with one quarterback under their belt. So, Tampa Bay all day. There it is.
2: Now, uh, Philadelphia cheesesteaks at the Baltimore Ravens. Who do you have? Does Philly and Donovan McNabb pull this one out?
3: This is going to be a tough one. Uh, it's a game-time decision with Westbrook, uh, and they're at, at – Baltimore, obviously, is going to be tough. I'm going with Baltimore to try to rejuvenate themselves this week.
2: There you go. Now, Houston at Cleveland, uh, this is a game most people might not tune into, but uh, let us know what you got with the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns.
3: This is going to be a high-scoring affair, but I think in the end of the day, I think that Houston has a little bit more uh, to, to, to get the win. We'll look for the score somewhere in the 30s in that one.
2: Oh, well, maybe they will tune in, because it's always good to see high-scoring football. Now, 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys, uh, two old-school teams uh, in a new school era. Who do you got in this one, Wizzle? You
3: know, this is absolutely going to be a tough one. Hey, let's be honest. Let's be real about it. Romo's back. We're going Dallas. We're going T.O., and we're going with everything Dallas has to stand for. And to make a monumental, monumental national game type of statement this week.
2: There you go. Okay, Minnesota at Jacksonville. I know you like those Jags, but, uh, you know, Minnesota is a hard-hitting team. Who you got in that one? They
3: are a hard-hitting team, especially when Adrian Peterson is at 100%. He's been missing a lot of practice this week. I got to go with Jacksonville at home. Sorry, AP.
2: There you go. Now, uh, you got Buffalo at Kansas City. Could could this be an upset, or is Buffalo back uh, to some winning ways?
3: Um, Buffalo's absolutely uh, got a chance. They're five and five, but I do look for Herman Edwards to get a win this week with uh, Mister Big Pin at quarterback and to pull one out and get their second win of the season. So KC this week.
2: Ooh, big one! Now we got the Brett's at the Titans. You know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to save that for last. I want that one to simmer because I want to hear your comments <laughs> on that one. Carolina at Atlanta. Who do you got there?
3: This is going to be a tough one, another uh, type of brawl type of game. But I look for Atlanta to get one at home in front of their uh, their fans and for Mr. Riley White to really, really have a big game after uh, missing a potential game winner last week. So I'm going with Atlanta at home.
2: New England at Miami. Who you got there?
3: About If it was in New England, I would go with New England. But it's not. So I'm going with Miami at home. A little trickery. Never hurt anybody. Miami
2: go Miami now uh, the the Giants at Arizona I've got a feeling this is going to be a good game who do you got in this
3: one you know uh, this is going to be a huge game absolutely without a doubt obviously you're playing the, the national football champions uh there's a questionable classical Burris this week so I'm gonna go with Arizona they're at home they're hot they got three receivers that pretty much average 100 yards a game so we'll let the, uh, the numbers speak the rest we're gonna go with Arizona
2: Okay, Chicago at St. Louis.
3: Another game that could be potentially lopsided, uh, especially with people uh, critiquing their fans and all those type of things. We don't want a single individuals out. Uh, needless to say, we're going to go with Chicago in this one. Uh, there's more team unity and obviously a, a, a more uh, effective operation that's going forward in terms of a team and, and franchise. So Chicago all day
2: uh west coast oakland at denver uh oakland going up to denver where you got
3: this is a huge matchup especially if you're west coast and you play madden and all those type of things anyhow we got to go with denver in this one uh mr cutler's got a super hot offense and hey you got to be actual and factual about it when it comes down to it who can put up the most points and you haven't seen Oakland put up a lot this year, you gotta go with Denver, because they've lost games in their thirties. We're going with Denver in this one, at home, no doubt.
2: Well, we got Washington and Alexander the Great coming back to Seattle. Uh who do you got? Washington at Seattle.
3: Get Jim Zorn on the horn, no doubt. I'm about <laughs> the next Jim Zorn got it going on. He's about to come up here and try to get a win. It's going to be huge, ob- obviously, for uh, Mr. Holmgren and his last uh, go-around, his farewell tour for the league, in terms of being a Seahawk. Uh, but we got to go with Washington in this one. We, even with the questionable Portis, I just think they played too much solid football on both sides of the ball. Although Seattle does have a chance with another week of practice with uh, Hasselbeck back. Uh, hey, so we're going with Washington.
2: Indy
3: at San Diego. This is a huge game for San Diego because it could potentially mean the end of their season, which has been a turmoil field type season, might I add. you. Uh, we're going to go with Indy in this one. Indy's going in. they got a statement to make. Uh, they're obviously on the ascension in terms of playing well and playing in team unity. And I think that everybody out there, if you've got the right bone in your body and you voted for Obama, you would be like, Indy.
2: There you go. Green Bay at New Orleans, and this is a Monday night game. Who you got there?
3: This is going to be one of the games, a premier game, obviously, because it's a battle of the five and five teams. We're talking about teams that are trying to make that notch and make a run and and into the postseason and also to start their momentum rolling. So uh, i got to start by Green Bay. we got to go with Green Bay. I know it's in New Orleans. I know Drew Brees has been putting up. But he's been doing exactly just that, putting up phenomenal numbers. I think that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay come in there, especially with a newfound running attack. They will take control of the game and handle their business, Green Bay.
2: Now last but not least, the Bretts at the undefeated Titans. Is this an upset or no?
3: This is the must-watch game. Uh, I'm sure everybody wants to be tuned into that. Uh, we're talking about 7-3 team uh, versus a 10-0 undefeated team. Uh, you know what? It's a huge game. They are at home in terms of Tennessee. i got to go with Tennessee in this one. I think Mr. Brett might have one turnover that could potentially cost them against a, against a really opportunistic, savvy uh, playing defense. So I'm going with Tennessee at home.
2: Okay. Now give me the must-win game of the week. The must-win game,
3: which is pretty huge. There's so many that you could pick. Uh, let's see. going to say it's the game. It's the game for Arizona and the Giants. This is a huge game. If they win this game, we're talking about the type of platform that they can play on, uh, being that you'll have a, a home field advantage uh, in, throughout the playoffs. So uh, this could be a huge game potentially for uh, the Cardinals more so than any other team this week. you got the Giants coming in. Regardless of if they're depleted, they're holding the title, and this is what you come for. Uh, you put up phenomenal numbers. Now you need to figure out where you are as a team, as a unit, with your coaching and as a franchise. So, hey, I'm going to pick that one as my game of the week.
2: Everybody's relaxing. They're sitting on the couch. they got their food, their drink, whatever they're doing. And the game to watch, Whistle says, is... Uh...
3: Definitely, and without a doubt, the Cardinals and the Giants. Keep nice an eye on that one.
2: No, no, this is uh, <laughs> this is right away tomorrow, baby. What? This is the game oh to God. watch tomorrow. We're going to get to Thanksgiving games. That is a good question, baby. But. Yeah. We, we are going to jump into the NBA for all of those balling fans out there. And let's start off with, with some uh, news that just came across today. Scott Brooks is the new Oklahoma Thunder coach. P.J. Carlissimo is out, out, O-U-T, out. What wow. does that do for, for, for their team? I know they've won one game out of 11. Uh, does it help? Does it light a fire or anything, or it's just a dismal season?
3: Well, um uh, for it to be fair, actually, it's not fair to PJ. Um, he, I'm sure he, he he needed more time to, you know, to to figure out what it was going to do. It's a new team, a new situation, new surrounding. The team moving and, and so forth. So, uh, you know, was it fair? I don't know. But at the same at the same point, and uh, to give respect to their franchise, we're trying to move forward. We're trying to get something started. We need some home wins. We've got too many. Uh, 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 uh home sales uh in terms of ticket wise that are sold and so uh hey we're trying to get a good product out there and if you can't no motivate these guys we need somebody else to do it so yeah we'll see if it was a good move or not. Hey.
2: Well speaking of moving Wizzle we got a little shake and bake in the NBA. You got Jamal Crawford going to Golden State from New York. Al Harrington to New York from Golden State. Tim Thomas and Cat Mobley to New York from the Clippers Uh, Marty Collins to L.A. from New York, Zach Randolph to L.A. from New York. There's a lot of L.A., New York in there. Uh, What do you think about these trades, and does any one particular one stand out in your mind?
3: Well, you know, obviously the trades are hugely financial-based, and if you are a fan of... NBA basketball, you would recognize and realize that it is a business, and it's about having a winning product. And there's X amount of players that are about to be free agents in the year 2010, which will be the 2010 class, you not knowing. So uh, what we're talking about here is potentially the freeing up some monies for the LeBron Jones sweepstakes. It's going to be huge out there. I think a lot of people will try to get their hands on him and what he can potentially bring in terms of excitement and not in terms of excitement, the things that he doesn't know he can do yet. And so uh, those are the things that we're banking on. And and in, and in terms of uh, being a fan, because hey, I like to see basketball players the next level. I'm a fan of Michael Jordan, Dr. J. You keep on naming them people who shoot the jumper butter any way it goes down. So, if the game is going to be pushed to the next level, I'm a fan of it. LeBron James seems to be in the for- for- forefront right now, and uh New York was just uh really making business decisions
2: well, well
1: you I'm know a fan of Doug. Christie. Oh, well,
3: thank you, thank you very much.
2: We're <laughs> see, she jumped in there and threw a curveball, whistle. But I can hit curveballs too. So, yeah. New York, like you said, was setting themselves up for 2010. I think there's you're going to see probably a couple more teams because when you talk about 2010, we're talking about a sweepstakes. You got LeBron James, you got Amari Stoudemire, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could keep on naming them. Now, do you think that? New York might be maybe shaking and baking and going to get two of those guys?
3: Well, definitely they're uh, trying to free up the money. Uh, obviously, they have a situation right now with one, Stefan Marbury, where they are trying to, I'm sure, uh, get him off of the books. Uh, and they're having discrepancies about him wanting to compete or not. But Hey, that's another t- story in itself. you got to check the web. That's an interesting story, by the way. But anyhow, uh, I think they are freeing up money. Uh, potentially with his $20 million that's at stake and the, and the money freed up with the Zach Randolph and the Jamal Crawford deal and in terms of uh, importing uh, a Tim Thomas and the Coutinho Mobley, at both players with contracts that uh, ran out in the year 2010, which happens to be, you guessed it, the class of 2010 where LeBron is free. So it's going to be huge. New Jersey's going to be in, obviously, with Jay-Z and his campaign. It's going to be a huge thing, so it's going to be almost big as Obama.
2: Well, Wizzle, I'm I'm telling you, we're going to be watching 2010 and all the time in between because right here on Blog Talk, we will be covering all of that and then some. Wizzle, we want to thank you again for bringing sports as only you can. Until next week, same time, same place.
3: I'm gonna have a blue chip and a hummus dip this evening. <laughs> Shalom. I've been
0: really trying, baby, trying to hold back and feeling, but so I just
2: wanted to say that to you, baby. Oh, no question. <laughs> no. That, that it was right. It was right on time. A blue chip no, and a God, hummus dip. Just...
1: That's one of my favorite songs, me and my husband's favorite songs. But, no, really, we wanted to tell you guys, Um, as we wind down our show, we could talk to you and hang out with you all day. We really enjoy you guys coming and being with us. But, you know, Thanksgiving, again, to recap what this show was about, is thanks, being thankful and forgiving. And um, we are, are personally donating um, a whole bunch of turkeys and stuff to different families that's in need. And we encourage all you listeners out there that's in a position or that's able to do it, even if you do like I was suggesting earlier in the tip section, if you're buying food anyway and your your local grocery store is giving out free items for a certain amount of purchase and you don't need it, donate it. There's so many people, especially at a time like this, that um, would be well served and very happy to accept and receive any type of help we can give. So I just wanted to make sure we took a few minutes before we ended the show because we probably won't talk to you guys um, prior to Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much. Stay healthy. And if you can, please try and help your fellow man, help somebody, and you know just do one good gesture. If we can start it out little by little, it will grow, and hopefully one day the world will be a better place. No
2: you know? question about it, everybody out there. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will see you guys next a week.
1: Thank you so much. Be careful. Be good to yourself and others.
2: Peace. Respect.
0: the yeah.